0: made me feel uncomfortable oh, i bet it did oh, boy <laughs> i'm about to leave none of this recording <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all if y'all feel just as uncomfortable as i do then you are in the right place this is the traveling hoopers podcast i am your host alan pettigrew wait uh, <laughs> creepy bad that you also hear in your ears that is Philip Dixon. Go ahead and talk your stuff. First of all, I
1: ain't creepy. True. I'm, I'm creepy <laughs> by 2019 standards, but not by 1954 standards. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's going on? What's going on? Uh, P-double-L-I-P in his house, you feel me? Wow.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Calvin, please introduce
2: yourself so I can get that out of my head. Okay, right. So, What's up y'all? Uh, Calvin McGon. And stuff was weird right before we started recording, but we're here now. Let's go. Stuff is always weird. You're in the right place for weirdness in basketball.
0: Exactly. Alright, right, so let's go ahead and hop into it. We've been having, we've been watching preseason. I don't know about you guys, but you know, <laughs> as a sports writer, reporter, I gotta, I gotta do my thing on the preseason tip and I'm gonna be real with you outside of Oklahoma City in Dallas. I haven't really cared about too many people's preseasons. But what we really want to do is go ahead and get into that rookie report, looking at the stats, seeing if these guys are the real deal so far, or if we want to see a significant drop in their play as the season um, goes into a full swing. So let's go ahead and look at these stats and hop into it. Anything that you guys see that you just – it feels a little weird to you? What uh, do you mean? They're doing 50% from D. I I mean, that's, it's like three games in. So that – for a solid team, depending on who they're going against, it makes sense. Like if you're – like with Oklahoma City or even um, – I think it was Memphis, they played – um Australian teams, so if you're having great performances against Australian league players, it means two things: you're an n b a player and Australia is like the fifth best professional league in the world. so it all makes sense for you to be shooting fifty percent from deep from people who are a little washed up or they're right on the cusp of getting into a high major league like the NBA.
1: Um, I don't think anything is weird to me in my opinions because I don't take much into, uh, I don't take much into consideration when it comes to preseason basketball, right? I mm-hmm. watched it for like certain very specific nuances about teams and, uh, individuals on those teams, but Outside of that, I really don't pay attention to anything else while watching because I know at the end of the day, it does not matter whatsoever.
0: Huh? Okay, I see how you, where you're going with that.
1: Yeah, cause like, just like you, just like you, uh, I've only watched Detroit, uh, Detroit preseason basketball and Pelicans preseason basketball. So like, I've only watched those two teams and the teams those two teams have played, um, uh, but I'm not like, oh, my God, Zion shooting 80 percent from the field right now. And that's like I have no kind of inclination that's going to uh, transfer over to the regular season. Uh, ESPN is being the hype beast that they are and being like, oh, my gosh, this is so impressive. It's not really impressive. You know why? It's preseason. So, like, please shut up. Um, but that's how I'm thinking about it, uh, generally speaking, uh, towards anybody and or stats.
0: Okay, I understand that. Uh so anybody's like scoring um like scoring average that you just see is gonna like shoot down once uh the season starts. And I've already found one. Um uh, Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. Jordan Poole is averaging eighteen points in twenty two minutes. Mm-hmm. or um, for Golden State. And as much as I like Jordan Poole, not enough to get a first round pick, I'm still, I'm still waiting to see if he's worth all of that. But, um, I could see him being more like a six point per game guy or somebody like Kobe White, who's averaging 16. Um, his minutes are probably going to stay the same, but I think he'll have a much different role. Unless he can beat out Thomas Sadoransky or uh, Chris Duggan for that starting point guard role in uh, Chicago. But I I really don't see a lot of these guys staying where they are. Listen. What's up? Steph Curry dropping
1: 40 in a preseason game? Unimpressive. Who cares? Like, I need this man to show me because, first of all, this whole year, Dremont's going to be exposed Prediction number one, but we'll get that later on. Um, but this whole entire year, Steph Curry's going to need to put that team on his back. Now, when that has been the case in the past, we see Steph Curry break down physically, right? So who cares if Steph Curry drops 40 in a preseason game uh, like all the other uh, sports media outlets are trying to hype it up? I want to see what he's like in February in March and things like that after going through a grueling season. You know what I mean? I really don't care about uh, this whole entire uh, process of, you know, him trading minutes with uh, D'Angelo Russell right now.
0: Okay, I understand. Anything else? Because I know before the show started, me and Calvin were talking about, uh, I guess that's that's probably going to go on to our prediction on, for uh, award winners. But it doesn't seem like we got much on these, uh, these rookie stats. So let's go ahead and get into that. So predictions for award winners this season. We can you, you
1: you you put out the award and then me and Calvin will uh say one after one after another for each award.
0: Alright, since we already on the rookie uh the rookie report, let's go ahead and go with rookie of the year.
1: Um, I'll go first. Uh I think it's Zion and I think it's not even gonna be close.
2: Um, so actually with my stuff, the prediction is actually Zion as well. However, so something me and um Al were talking about before we started recording, something I thought about uh, right before we got on, right, was... Because the thing is, you know, people think, I guess, kind of think that the Pelicans at least have a chance of being a playoff team. Um, So I was like, okay, how many, like roughly how many... Dudes that won Rookie of the Year were also on playoff teams. Um Since the ninety ninety one season, I think, because we went and looked at it real quick, it's like eight people over what? So that's what, It's it, thirty years? Yeah, you know, close to thirty years. And so, keep in mind that dudes that are on playoff teams don't tend to win Rookie of the Year. You um, um, say that?
1: I would have. Agree generally, I just think this team and the pieces of this team are tailor-made for him to go off and him to be able to do what he does, right? He has superior athleticism to anybody, not just anybody in college or, like, literally anybody in the world, NBA players included. His athleticism out of this world. And how open the lane is going to be for him is going to be wild, too. Because they have shooters on that team, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have, you know, they don't have uh, uh, enough non-shooters on the team to where the defense will be able to uh, clog the lane. So he's going to have space. And he's going to be able to do literally what he wants. Uh, you know, during the Summer League, who was it? During the Summer League, uh, on the, the one of seven plays he was even uh, in. When he snatched that ball from old, old dude, um, off the Knicks. Oh yeah. Kevin Knox. Uh, Kevin Knox. He snatched it from him. We're going to see that a lot. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. That guy's got grown man strength. And it's not like, you know, I've been in the gym pumping iron. He got that country boy South Carolina. <laughs> I've been eating brisket all my life strength. Like, like he's going to be putting in that work and making these people look like boys in comparison. And I don't see that not translating from, you know, preseason college and, uh, the summer league to the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And there's going to be enough teams that don't have someone strong enough to actually impede on anything he can do. Like I was, uh, I was at the preseason game for the Mavs when we played the Bucks. And you already know, like, Giannis is, Pretty much unstoppable, Mm -hmm. but um, there's at least one or two players in the league where, if not you, you can't match with them like physically or on like an athletic tip. But maybe strength wise, you can like Kawhi did, Mm -hmm. and they couldn't do anything against um, Giannis. Like there was nobody stopping them. So I know for a fact when Zion comes to town, that's going to be easy twenty to twenty five point. Night, so if he can do that consistently, against like the bomb teams. I think it's a, it's his award to lose, to be honest. Okay, with question. Heart injury he he's he's taking at home.
1: Question. Was can that? I can I go on can I can I go on off on a little rant real quick?
0: Uh it's normal. Go ahead.
1: Uh, I really appreciate this because you just brought something up that uh, kind of jogged my memory my memory about something about basketball this this uh, past week that really bothered me. Um, and you were talking about Giannis yeah. his dominance, right? And that reminded me of, you know, Kawhi Leonard having to guard him during the playoffs. And with that one adjustment, the Toronto Raptors beating the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Shannon Sharp this past week said, you, pretty much you are out of your mind if you think Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the NBA. And to a statement like that, I think you must be smoking dust or not know basketball whatsoever if you think Kawhi Leonard is not a top two player in the NBA right now. You could make an argument, you could have easily made the argument he was um, a top two player when he the, the year he got hurt, uh, when he got undercut uh, during the Golden State Series. Yeah, you could was- easily make the argument that it was LeBron and him. To say that, because me personally, I think that Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the NBA, and it is it's it's close for some other people, but the reasons that uh, that you know outweigh him for him being the best player in the NBA is so much stronger than you know Kevin Durant, who is kind of come off an Achilles, who comes off the Achilles and like is still in the conversation of best player in the NBA at any point in history. The fact that that's even discussion is asinine to me. Kevin Durant is only good at help side defense. One on one defense, he's not that great at. So you think he's gonna be even better coming off an Achilles tear? Shut up. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what are you talking about, people who think that? LeBron James don't even play defense no more. He don't he, he don't close out. He'll do nothing. No one on one. Okay, LeBron James of like twenty ten through maybe what 2017 maybe, 17, 16. That LeBron James, one-on-one defense, he will, he will take on your best player and shut them down. But in the last two years, he does not play defense whatsoever. And with that being one half of the basketball game, how can you say a person like that is the best player in the world? That makes no sense at all. Kawhi Leonard is just as good a score as every single one of them. Um, um, um especially LeBron, Kevin Durant. You can make an argument Kevin Durant so uh, was the best scorer in the NBA, but once again, Achilles tear, so he shouldn't be in that conversation. Because once Kawhi Leonard got his uh his quad torn, uh, and his ankle, you know, he's going through those issues, which are nowhere near in Achilles injury. He was automatically disregarded. So why is Kevin Durant not disregarded? Because with that. Because he's with golden stage with these big-time markets and not San Antonio? Shut your ass up. You know what I mean? Like, people who think this really do not know about basketball. I don't think. I think there's – I think it's all a, a media ploy to get certain people above who have quote-unquote personalities. Even Kevin Durant's personality is trash, but he will still get into an argument with the little white kid in the basement on Twitter. You know what I mean? So that still gets some – that still gives headlines in some kind of way, shape, or form. Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the NBA, um, and you can't make an argument – you can't make a, a valid argument that he is not. So for people in, you know, uh, prominent positions on Fox and ESPN to say that, you know, he's not even in the discussion as the best player in the world, need to get off the
0: crack pipe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. <laughs> what? Okay, so I think I know who your MVP is.
1: Oh, no. He won't be MVP because uh man- management load. That that weak stuff right there. Like like come on now. You think Michael Jordan was like no, 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 no. Come on. Don't play me, coach. I don't feel good today. Come on, get out of here. You competitor, you're getting paid to play a game. You should be out there working hard every single day, and that goes for everybody. He won't win MVP. He is the best player, but he will not win MVP because he's gonna take days off. He's 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 a playoff. You're gonna save him for the playoffs and for the finals, ma- majority wise. But he he won't be out here regular season putting up crazy numbers because you know. The new mentality, the new mindset of the NBA is um, load management. Thanks, Greg Popovich. Uh, So, like, there's no way he'll win MVP. It's going to be between, what, James Harden again, more than likely? James Harden and Giannis again? I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case whatsoever.
2: I just don't want it to be Steph, to be honest with you. I'd be surprised if it was Steph, honestly. It won't be Steph. He won't make it. I mean, like, even if he is healthy, I'm saying, like, I'd be surprised
1: if it was him. I mean, the fact he's the first unanimous MVP of all time is one of the most asinine facts about the NBA. Like, like in 40 years, there's going to be a trivia question that says, who is the first, who was the first unanimous MVP? And no, it wasn't Shaquille O'Neal. No, it wasn't Michael Jordan. It was Steph Curry.
0: Come on now. That's crazy. I still think the Shaq thing is crazy because he is literally one vote away from being a uh, unanimous MVP and I think like 2000 or something like that. And uh, apparently he still holds a grudge against the one dude who didn't give him that vote that, sh- that Wouldn't year. Wouldn't you? Uh, that's actually pretty funny though. Yeah. I don't know if I would personally. I think I'd get over it, but that's just I gotta I
1: think be if you are in it.
0: conversation
1: to be one of the most dominant players of a sports league ever in existence, um you have a different kind of competitiveness, right? So, I think if you're in that position, you probably would be upset if you weren't the first one because of more than likely some petty sports journalist who, you know, you might have yelled at once and all of a sudden he got his panties up in a bunch and he gonna take it out on you in that scenario. You know what I mean? So like, I can understand why somebody like Shaquille O'Neal would be upset that, you know, that one guy kind of dictated his, uh, 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 one specific aspect of his legacy.
0: Yeah, I, I. I see where you're coming from on that, especially because Shaq kind of petty. I can see that, man, real life. Shaq's super petty. <laughs> I know this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but since we're off tangent, Shaq versus Dame Lillard in that rap battle, who you got, bro? Who has Shaq? Come on. Come on.
1: Thanks. Thank who got Big Diesel? You. Who got Shazam? Come on now. It's definitely Dame bodied
0: that. Come on now bro, damn up by 20. Every every time I see somebody say, "Oh, Shaq winning." I'm like, "Bro, in what category? Shaq Shaq got kindergarten bars. Shaq is not flowing with the beat that well. The quality of the song. Like, bro, you you hey, you talked about all this money you got. Go to a studio, real quick. I you did not you basically just recorded this like it's the early 2000s and you want a song for you want a ringtone for your song, so you just don't you, you get by the radio and you just record it on your phone and that's the, that's what you going with? Quite terrible, bro.
1: You talk to somebody that actually said Shaq won? You were not on Twitter, were you? No, man. i not, oh my gosh. Twitter I have, before, I have I was like, seen. Like two people that I know personally,
0: two people that I know personally who covered sports down in this area was like, bro, I got Shaq and I'm like, you. Are they,
1: Dude, you need to lose contact with these people immediately. Look, bro, <laughs>
0: that's
1: just, that's that's the that's the wackest thing I've ever heard in my life.
2: That that Kilt O'Neal won that. Come on, now, that's crazy. Not gonna pretend haven't seen it. Like, kind of saw the stuff, but it, it it does seem like it's gonna be kind of hard to backtrack. whether you you've seen it or not. Just he not
1: really was right right right. like somebody who's like old, <laughs> like like. He rapping like Run DMC, you know what I mean? And Dame out here got bars like he, you know, a battle rapper over here, Charlie Clips. I'm like, I'm like, it's not even close. Like, the fact that people are legitimately trying to make an argument that it's a quote-unquote battle is kind of ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I still think the funniest part, I've heard people say, but Shaq got hits, though. Like, hey, that literally means nothing, bro. Wait, he does? He does? Like, Shaq is, like, has, like, two Shaq. platinum albums, bro. I mean, not albums, but, like, two platinum What rest. are Shaq's hits? Hold on. No, like look, he, look, look. Right you look it up, all of them are, like, star-studded. I think he one of them that went platinum, he made it with Biggie.
1: Hold on. But just because so. you got hits, don't make, you good, you have make good music. Eddie Murphy has a hit. Come on. <laughs> that make, that's a horrible argument. I didn't know Shaq had hits at all, though. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, he got, like, two of them, bro. Can I name you them? No, have I ever heard of them? Probably.
2: I'm literally I was, I doing this was.
1: right now because that's wild.
2: Uh, his first al- album actually went platinum, apparently, and the second one went gold. He
1: had albums. <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah.
1: Is he on Spotify? <laughs> 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 like this is the like a... Kill Spotify playlist.
2: <laughs> like this was in the '90s, man. We had no reason to care.
1: I don't know, bro. But I will tell you this though. Speaking of the '90s. We need to, okay, before we get back to the awards, I was in like a local, um, like a local family movie shop, you know, the VHS and all kind of stuff back in the day. But this one had DVDs in it, like a family movie rental thing. Mm-hmm. And in the corner, they were playing Space Jams. And it was the very beginning of when Michael Jordan was a kid. And it kind of transitioned to like when he shot the layup and all of a sudden, uh, it like transitioned to a little song and then, uh, or the rap. And then you start to see the highs of him. Like of Chicago Bull, I was like, bro, I had chills. Like, like that first five minutes of Space Jam gave me chills. I was like, man, this is ridiculous.
0: Hey, I'm gonna be real with you. I don't think I've ever heard anyone in their entire life say Space Jam gave them chills.
1: You don't talk to the good. You're not talking to the right people, man. You're also talking to people that think Shaq won. Like, no, I'm,
0: I'm just, I'm, I'm saying that because as a child, which I imagine everybody. Who who's my age that i've talked to about it is around that same age has been like yeah no i just thought it was a dope movie because i was like seven never thought it gave me chills and then people who were older like my parents generation that watched it with us was like this movie's made for kids
1: bro when we're off the podcast go look up the first five minutes of space jams and i promise you'll you be like okay this is just dope yeah and i got you it mainly might be because like I remember where I was the first time I saw that scene, you know what I mean? I'm my like 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 when I was mad young, but like it still brings back a nostalgia kind of uh, vibe to me. But it's like you know that goes along with the movie experience sometimes. And uh and I, I just saw it and I was like, Phew, this is this is the classic, <laughs> like it's a real classic.
0: Now what? LeBron James in
1: the Yeah, you said
0: what? <laughs> I so said, I keep forgetting you're the old head in the pot, so you would have a better like look at this. Because I was stupid young when that came out.
2: Yeah, like not remembering anything, young.
1: Oh yeah, wait, when did Space Jam come out?
2: Probably not. I'm i am I'm, I'm gonna take a guess. I'm about to look it you up. Know, probably like '96. Yep.
1: Dang. Okay. Come on. See you. It came out in 1996. I um, was
2: born in 1996.
1: Bro, I was two. I didn't see it in 96. I remember seeing it in, like, 99, 2000, 90, whatever, yeah. like, late 90s at some point.
0: But Man, uh, If I if I saw it around that same age, I was, like, three. I might have watched it a ton of times, but I have no recollection whatsoever.
1: Well, as long as you realize that soundtrack slaps. <laughs> Everybody, stand
0: up. It's time to
1: jam now. Come on now. That's crazy.
0: All right, Brad. You just gave me a side project to do. Well, let's get back <laughs> to yeah. what we came here for. <laughs> Oh,
2: yeah. uh, li- li- who do you guys have for MVP? So what was it? I think I said last week. I made. I went ahead and made the prediction that the n- Nuggets were gonna be the um what, get the one seed in the West. That being the case, and I'm a like I'm a stick with that. Joe Kick gets the MVP award.
1: Okay, interesting. I, I never am. I never, you know. Give the white man the MVP, but okay, I can actually.
2: I mean, like last season, he averaged twenty points, ten rebounds, seven assists, like over eighty games. And mm-hmm. so he should. De- I'd be surprised if he's not at least in the conversation. I
0: think James Harden is going to win MVP again.
2: So what are you? What are your
0: MVP stat lines looking like? Like like points, rebounds, assists, total, and. Uh, team record.
1: Okay. I think, I think the Rockets are going to be a top four team in the West. James Harden's going to possibly be, I'm going to say he's going to be 28, 28 points, 8.6 assists and Six rebounds because Russell Westbrook's about to be smashing those on him.
2: I give Nuggets the See, Let's say, let's say they win 62 games. And Jokic, let's say, you no, know, let's just say 23 points, uh, 11 and a half rebounds, right at nine assists. And two steals. Whoa, you think that my, my man's gonna average a near triple double? I mean, like I said already, he's already averaged 20, 20 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, that was last season. If he gets better, he doesn't even have to get that much better to be constantly flirting with triple doubles.
0: I mean, they, they did retool, bro, without losing like some big pieces, cause they do have Jeremy Grant, and if you know, Michael Porter Jr. acts right, I could see them, I, I could see that being a plus four
1: assist thing, but uh. Unfortunately, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Jocic, uh, won MVP, but they seem more like them being the Nuggets, seem more like a regular season team to me than a playoff going to win a championship team.
2: I mean, for the moment, we're just talking about the playoffs. And as far as Jokic is concerned, his first playoffs were last season. Like so, like the Nuggets basically just got back in it.
1: Okay, well, I don't know if I can see them beating the Clippers or the Lakers, but you know,
2: we I shot I mean, him. it's the regular season award.
1: Yeah, it is. You're right.
2: Yeah. And Philip,
0: did you did you watch the playoffs last year with um, anybody? that the Nuggets played against? Wait. Rephrase that sentence. Did you watch the playoffs last year? The... Any of the series that the Nuggets played in? Yeah. Okay. I don't know, man. That Nuggets team is dangerous. And I think a year of them getting better... I can see them being dark horse title contenders this year. Like, easily.
1: Um... I don't know. Um... I don't – I, because all I can do is compare the teams that they, they would more than likely play at some point in the playoffs, right? So mm-hmm. can I see them easily – not easily, but can I see them winning um, this year over the Rockets? Maybe. Can I see them winning over the Lakers? No. Because Anthony Davis can definitely card, guard Jokic, you know what I mean? Um can I see them winning over the Clippers? I think the Clippers are going to win the championship this year, so I'm going to say no to that. Um, and behind that, what, that means in the fourth? And, you know, can they easily beat the Portland Trailblazers? That's a no also again this year. So there's a lot of teams that's, like, up in the air about them, you know what I mean? So, or when it comes to a matchup to this upcoming uh, season slash uh, postseason.
0: Okay. All right. If y'all ain't got anything else to add into it, let's go ahead and go to the next award with Defensive Player of the Year.
1: Um, defensive Player of the Year? Yeah. I got LeBron.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Well, hey, he said
2: he won it, bro. Okay. <laughs> Well, if he if, if the load is off him offensively, he might be able to get it, but he's not my he wouldn't be he's not my pick. <laughs> he's
1: kind of like he's not my pick though, but kind of too nice. Um, he's also not my pick clearly. Um, my pick, uh, I'm gonna say Kawhi Leonard for this one. I'm gonna say Kawhi for this one. Um, just because like. One, I hope they don't give it to Rudy Gobert again. <laughs> I really hope they don't. Uh, but I think Kawhi, when he does play, he is still that guy. You know, so so like he has Patrick Beverly. He has Patrick Beverly on his team, and Patrick Beverly is going to be locking like the best guards up on the team, right? So Kawhi Leonard, when he does play, is going to be looking ten times better. Because that's not his role as much anymore, and he's going to be guarding the second-tier player, you know what I mean? The second-best and third-best players on the team, especially when Paul George gets back. So I think, you know, he's already one of the best defensive players we've seen, honestly, especially in this generation. He's one of them. So his the look of it and the numbers defensively are going to be influxed because (laughs) – of how many defensive people they have on that team. Now, I say that, but they could also put that against him because he has so many defensive players on the team. So, like, it could go either way, depending on how petty the sports writers and sports journalists want to be, but I think it should go um towards the direction of, you know, his numbers are going to go up because he won't have to guard the best player every single night anymore, but he's still a workhorse So he will still be playing hard defense, except on second and third best players.
0: Yeah, wouldn't that be enough to get to like knock you down a peg though? If you are just playing against like the second leading scorer on each team. Well,
1: not many. I would say yes, but not too many players in the modern NBA are like, okay, I'm the best player on offense and the best player on this team so now I'm going to play defense against the best player on your other team. That's not like a mindset anymore. So I think, you know, that just happens to be his mindset and what he was used to doing beforehand, but they won't use that against him because that's not how people usually look at defense anymore when it comes to defense defensive player of the year and
0: things like that. All right. But that actually, what you saying, that actually makes sense why Rudy Gobert and guys like – um Draymond Green have been racking up uh Defensive Players of the Year because they're a little bit more of a space eater compared to a one-on-one lock you down type person.
1: Exactly, and I think you know I think when it comes to Defensive Player of the Year, just me personally, I think it should more likely go to the individual that. Is a defensive stopper and actually works hard on defense, not just plays help defense and gets like, help, help, help side blocks and things like that. You know what
0: I mean? Yeah. All right. What about
2: you, Calvin? What'd you say? Um, so he, 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 he's not, he's not going to like my answer. I I picked Gobert. (laughs) (laughs) I picked Gobert. Uh, I feel like I had a better reason, reasoning before I started talking, but I think some of it is just, some bias. Of course, they upgraded a point, like Utah upgraded a point guard with Conley. I just feel like with that additional help defensively, he's going to be able to. I'd argue might actually be able to do a little bit more than he did last year. Um, like we'll see how that actually turns out. But, um, yeah, I picked Gobert. Question. Oh, never mind, never mind. You basically answered that already. <laughs> I was gonna ask like, what's your issue with Gobert? But your thing was basically like, dudes aren't guarding the like aren't defensive stoppers like that. And I assume that's how you think of Gobert. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll I'll be honest with you, I
0: could see Rudy Gobert's defensive impact at a glance lessening because you are you. You upgraded defensively at the point guard position. So Oh that's true. That's one less person that you have to worry about consistently getting back over to help with. So numbers wise it's look like his impact is going to be lessened just because there's one less issue. But in actuality he's still he's still like defensive player of the year category. He just doesn't need to show it every night. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I like both of you guys' answers. I can't wait to see how this is going to go. But let's go ahead. Let's pick a little harder one in my opinion and go six man of the year.
2: Crap, I forgot to do six man of the year. Um,
1: uh, six man of the year is going to be uh Lou Will. Uh didn't he already get that one? Yeah, he did. He going to get it again. <laughs> like that man's a pure bucket and he was a bucket when he had nobody else on his team to be able to get buckets with him. But now, come on now. He don't got to play no defense. He going to just be shooting, shooting, shooting off the bench because that's what they want him to do, uh, even with Paul George. And especially when Paul George is going to be out the first half of the season, or not the first half. Paul George is going to be out for a little bit and like trying to get back into his rhythm. And Louis going to come out just gunning off the, off, the, off the bench. So I think he's going to get it again because he about to drop like 18, 19 points off the
0: bench. Watch. I mean, y'all, y'all keep forgetting about somebody, bro. And I'ma say his name and y'all gonna, y'all gonna know. Markel Fultz, boy.
2: He got the new jumper. Hey, Alex. Are they not planning to start him or are they having him come off the bench? I have no idea. Alex. I just just like Markel
0: Fultz. What's up? What's up? Shut up. Tell my Markel Fultz. You Look, I'm, just, about, I you. I'm just glad y'all don't know the rules of the Mutual Might segment because you, you could have hit me with that, but you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter because y'all don't know the rules because y'all don't read notes.
1: That was, that was n- n- crazy. You said what? That was crazy, crazy. over oh, here talking about Marco folk doing six million a year. This man. man ain't gonna go from getting no clocks to winning awards. I
0: don't know, bro. He got that jumper back.
1: Yeah, he ain't played for the Magic. You hater. <laughs> Low key, yeah.
0: All right. What other awards are
1: out there? Well, most first improved group. player of the
0: year, and we all know, going to mark Fultz or Lonzo, one or two?
1: I think it's going to be Alonzo. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I won't give Markel Fultz anything, <laughs> like be on the court first before I start thinking about awards. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not going to give him no kind of like, uh, you know, what do they call them? superlative. But um, I think Lonzo will will be best improved player this year, though.
2: I mean, if nothing else, gotta give Fultz some points for apparently remembering how to play basketball. But, um, what, for most improved, I actually chose Tatum. Because, first off, that, like, Kyrie is gone. What replacing with Kemba, who is a better leader, and I'd assume would be generally more willing to defer and play the more team-oriented style of basketball. And, like, Tatum and, uh... I think Tatum and Brown, their continued improvement is going to show. And of those two, of course, Tatum was the scorer from jump. So, yeah. yeah. So it sounds like you're really banking on that Kobe uh,
0: training, kicking in. Silly, silly human being.
1: Hey, Jason Tatum's a bucket. He is a bucket. But Kyrie did stifle him. So now that Kyrie's gone, I can't see him also getting... Most improved player as well.
0: All right. Um, I'm pretty sure there's, like,
2: another award. I can't think of it. If you guys want to say what it is, fine with me. I think head we covered player. the major ones unless you want to start trying to put together uh all NBA teams or something. No, I do not.
1: You don't want to say best head coach?
2: Oh, yeah, coach of the year. Um, I forgot that one, too.
1: <laughs> well, okay, Alan, do you know a coach you want to put in there? Is it the Orlando Magic's coach, Alan?
0: No, it is not. Um, I don't even like coach of the year, to be honest with you. Cause I feel like it doesn't, it doesn't go to one, the person I want it to. And it doesn't go, I feel like to the right person every year because it becomes a who had the best, um, season, who had the best season. And again, that de- dictated by the players usually, unless you have like a group of like incredibly average, like if, if, the Pelicans got into the playoffs, and they were like a sixth or a seventh seed, and everybody had like these incremental jumps. I would be willing to say Monty Williams needs to be uh, in the running for coach of the year, but again, that has nothing to do with Monty Williams. The players, I feel like the Pelicans got better. Unless it's just like some schematic stuff that just happens and is magical, but um, yeah, so I, I don't have any say in this one. Oh, well, it's going to okay. be Doc Rivers.
1: Mm-hmm. He has a liking from all media outlets, and yeah. his team is going to win again this year. Like, they're going to legitimately win. It's going to be Doc Rivers this year. Watch. Uh,
2: wait, quick question. Who got it last year? The coach from Milwaukee. Okay. Nick. No. Wait. Yeah. yeah. I thought, Um.
0: oh, no. I'm, I'm going to stay out of this one. I, I could have swore that uh, Nick Nurse
2: won it. Mm-mm. Um. Yeah. Um. Milwaukee's coach, uh, Budenholzer. I feel like I'm mispronouncing his name a little bit. That's about right. When it, and then, Dwayne Casey won it the year before.
0: He got
1: fired.
2: <laughs> yes, he did.
1: <laughs> Y'all evil. <laughs> <laughs> one, I, one I mean, old. it's That's how you know that. That's how you know that war means nothing.
2: Not a single thing, bro.
1: But it still exists, so you gotta acknowledge it, I guess.
2: Yeah, Doc Rivers makes as much sense as anyone. <laughs> well, it's like here's the thing: it's either at this, at this point we start talking about Coach of the Year. It's basically it'd probably either be like him, um, Coach for the Bucks, Budenholzer. I I don't think dudes tend to win it multiple years in a row. Um, it definitely won't be Frank Vogel. The uh, I was gonna say the dude who coaches, um. The 76ers, maybe. Ooh, low-key, low-key, low-key. It might. If the Nuggets end up in the standings where I'm predicting, he, he might get it too. I'll be real with you.
0: It doesn't seem like um, a lot of people in the media are big fans of, um, what's that young man's name? It doesn't seem like a lot of people in the media are fans of Brett Brown. So the likelihood of him getting it for coaching the 76ers seems really low to me because if it was up to the media, I think they
2: somebody would have a different coach than Brett Brown.
1: Oh, yeah. So Brett Brown just, is not uh, a great coach, but they're, like, loyal to him for whatever reason.
2: Yeah. Uh, all right. Quick question. Why don't think he's a particularly good coach?
1: Because, he, oh, well, if you watch the last couple playoff series that they've had, you know, we all know Ben Simmons wasn't shooting the jump shot, right? But if that's the case, you need to put him in a position to where he's most beneficial towards the team. So if a team's backing off of him because he wants to do jump shots, take him off the ball and put him down low to where he can be more dominant down there. You know what I mean? Adjust, and he, like, you know, you've seen him playing a playoff series. Coaches make legitimate adjustments, right? right. Like, like that's, that's not an uncommon thing. But in the series they lost... He didn't make no adjustments. This is the last two years, but they have like some kind of like, you know, the process loyalty to this guy that, you know, they want to win a championship with him instead of getting rid of him. Uh, because I do think they could easily get a much better coach. But, uh, you know, he just doesn't make adjustments. Uh, and that is the reason for sure they lost two years ago when they played um Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals. And this past year, they got closer. But, you know, Kawhi hit the shot. Um, 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 But still, uh, that series shouldn't have been as close because he didn't make, you know, key adjustments to start the series off for sure. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's everything for the uh, awards, right? I believe so. All right. So we only got one thing left on the docket, and sadly, it is on a much more somber (laughs) note. From all the goofy stuff we did. And that is the conundrum that is going on with the NBA in the, I don't know, everything that's happened with the China issue. I want to say one thing before I let you guys have a chance. And uh this could easily be the mutual might segment, depending on how you guys feel about this. I think the NBA has handled this situation as best they could what is going on right now between hong kong and china is the type of civil unrest that you have to shut up and let play out among their own people before you stick your nose in it well sorry sorry continue yeah and i know in like this day and age we want to have our say and do certain things But when you are at a certain level and your voice is big enough, where it will travel around the world, you got to know what to say and when to say it. And I I super feel like this entire thing could have been uh, it could have been avoided if the right measures were taken. Uh And I just feel like they weren't. So. The NBA having their like backtracking statements where yeah. people are trying to say uh, we're supposed to be the woke league. Uh, why aren't you saying anything about this? It's uh, completely different when we're talking about we just won't have the all star game in a place where they're not allowing the transgender bathroom thing compared to a situation where people. Are literally in the streets rioting. There is a major difference between standing up for personal rights versus standing up for another nation's civil rights in which we have, we have like a, we have a monetary stake in it, but it's not, it's not to the point where I believe you need to be involved. So involved to a point where it's an international incident.
1: Okay, so people are stupid. <laughs> like that. Like generally speaking, people are stupid, right? The NBA and all sporting leagues in the United States of America are the are, are the product of a capitalist system, um, which is money over everything, and the amount of revenue lost when it came to you know you brought up the bathroom incident in north carolina the revenue loss for that generally for the nba as a whole was not great like like it, it was just it was just like it was enough money they lost that they didn't need to care about it right but the partnership that the nba has with china if they were to stick their nose in chinese affairs and cut ties and whatever With, uh, the whole situation over there, so much money would be lost that it would definitely take an effect and be catastrophic towards the NBA. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, you know, it's cliche, but the NBA is a business. I know this is a business. It's true. Money over everything, money over morals, money over, you know, people, money over everything. You are not the woke league you are the more seemingly woke league in a capitalist system. And that's what people tend to forget when they get invested into sports and, you know, the way sports are broadcasted and presented uh, nationwide and or worldwide. Uh, So I, with that being said, I guess I would say I generally agree with you that the NBA is doing the best they can When it comes to this situation involving, you know, the people of Hong Kong and the nation of China itself, we all know the relationship between the Rockets and China, which is spread from China. You know, Adidas, wherever they have, you know, the big uh, signature shoe individual, where's the country they always go to? You don't hear about them going to take tours in Turkey. You hear them to go take tours in China. Same thing with Nike, so on and so forth. So that relationship runs deep, not with just the NBA, but with the companies and sponsorships surrounding the NBA as well. But people, once again, are stupid and don't realize or forget that that is the case. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, I agree. All right. I guess I'm kind of halfway thinking out loud as I say my stuff, but it's like, first off, I, I'm not, so the, the thing, as far as money with China, isn't so much oh, the amount of money that you're making there right now, but it's just like it, before too long, it's gonna be the biggest, the biggest economy in the world. Um, and like you said, biz, like un basically unchecked capitalism, businesses and all that. Everyone wants a piece. Um, and so I think in that in that sense, what whatever it is they're trying to do, trying to straddle things. And, cause keep in mind, branding, the, the kind of thing with being league or whatever, that's branding, branding, also, like, also affects the money you have coming in. Attempting to be, you know, the wokely, the more socially consciously, um, you know, allowing your players to exercise, I guess, allowing your players to exercise their freedom of speech, not like you could really do a whole lot about that anyway, is, like it's it's a deliberate choice to present the league that way. Um and of course, attempt attempting to or seemingly trying to kind of appease China whose government is not exactly the most democratic, shall awful. we say awful um okay. is very much like very much appeasing to as as it goes the almighty dollar. And it also it, it also kind of like not just the NBA being in China, but a lot of other companies being in China deals a lot of um, longstanding political thinking that I'm, I'm not going to bother getting into. I, I feel like it's beside the point. It's a situation where, I guess, to some degree, the the Rockets in particular and the NBA as a whole kind of is trying to well, one is, of course, trying to protect business interests. But it's also but it's kind of also trying to protect business interests on both like sides of the ocean in that like uh, seemingly censoring your g m who to be clear hasn't from from any kind of moral or legal standpoint has done literally nothing wrong crap i lost I lost my train of thought. I forgot what i said like two ten seconds ago' the owner the did nothing wrong. wrong hmm the owner the did wrong. nothing wrong. Oh, well, like the GM, like he, he did, like I said, he didn't, but it's also them trying, like, but them trying to kind of censor silence or, you know, make him delete his, cause you know, he deleted his stuff. Um, and I guess there's an apology or whatever is, you know, trying to appease the money on one side of the ocean, but it also ticks off at least some people over here because, like y'all, like we said, they present as a more socially conscious league. And one of the things about people, Um, is that one of course we in some ways tend to assign human-like qualities to what aren't particularly human entities like businesses or the NBA and what have you but also just you present that it's going to like it's it's going against that general presentation that you had that you spent a bunch of time building and trying to have people buy into to then go and make him delete something where he's supporting protesters in Hong Kong who are trying to protect their civil liberties or what have you. It's it's just it's just not a good situation for the NBA because they can't really win either way. Like, it's one of those things I feel like it will ultimately kind of blow over, but it's but if, like if some other crazy stuff happens, it's going to be in the back of people's minds. I'm not sure if I addressed the question, but I tried.
1: I agree with everything you've said. <laughs> um like I have nothing this like like I think we're all
0: pretty much on the same page when it comes to this.
2: Oh, question. Um do you think they're going to end up firing buddy as a result of this?
0: It all depends on what happens during this season. If they're like a 60 win team and they make it to like the uh, Western Conference finals, no, they'll run it back next year. If um let's say uh they make it to the playoffs as a 60. No more might be out of there.
1: I say no because everybody's going to forget about it in a month. I mean, uh, there's
2: always something.
1: Another storyline's going to come up about something else, especially once the season starts and people start actually caring about basketball and not the things surrounding basketball, then I guarantee people are just going to forget, generally speaking at least, are going to forget, and all of a sudden people are going to move on and you won't hear about it again.
0: I think the masses will forget, but the people who are really concerned about broadcasting dollars, because I believe China pulled all of their... Um, I've, I've heard two conflicting things. One, where they've pulled all of their broadcasting of Rockets games, and another, where they've pulled broadcasting of NBA games, period. But still,
1: uh-huh. that, that, that doesn't... If the masses don't care, all that stuff will be taken care of behind closed doors, and will be adjusted without our knowledge or our like even like you know um understanding of what the situation is at that time because the masses will not care, right? So once yeah. the masses are like, oh, LeBron James is playing tonight, uh, because LeBron James is gonna be over here, you know, he's not gonna be wearing sh- protest shirts about Hong Kong, you know what I mean? That's not his foresight. So he uh so he's gonna, you know, be more um uh, uh you know um People are just going to be more focused on the the, the 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 aspect of the game itself uh, in, like, what, 11 days, which is, like, really close, by the way. I kind of just came to that realization. Excited. Uh, that's, that's coming in quick. I feel like the season just ended. Um, but uh, they're going to be more focused on, like, the actual gameplay and not, you know, overseas international business when it comes to China or Hong Kong.
2: I mean, that's pretty much fair. I'll just say... As you were saying, something I thought about is, like, it, it occurs to me that, so, so like, NBA fans and whatever, as far as, like, basketball fans, yes. It's going to, It as with all things, it blows over. There's other stuff to talk about. That's just news and life and all of that. But I would make the argument that a lot of, that if we're talking, that if we move, actually, from our general, our particular sphere of basketball and move into, say, let, let's say just politics in general, like, in, I guess, international politics. Or whatever, the people who spend a lot of time looking at that aren't gonna be as quick to forget, but it's not gonna be so much, oh, they have some super strong feeling about the NBA so much as it plays into larger political concerns and issues. Even as in the day to day of like me, you or like the the players, it it's not something you spend a lot of time thinking about or caring about after I don't know how much. Yeah, I, I agree.
0: All right. And for the people who are like, are they qualified to talk about this? Yes, we all went to college. We all took at least one civics class. So, yeah, we're hey. worried.
1: And I'm in graduate school. Woo. So I know more than all of you is what I'm saying. You said what? So I know more than all of you is what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> <sighs> okay. I'm
1: joking. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Ladies out there, I'm joking. No, he's not. This is oh, fil- this. this I is hate joking. the I. I hate those weird silences too. Like I might say something off the cuff that's kind of wild, but like, it's kind of just how I talk, and like there will be like a like a, like a, like a legitimate awkward silence afterwards, and I feel very strange.
0: Trust me, I don't know about Calvin. I do it on purpose. Do you really? Well, yeah. Because I, I, I wanted to marinate for both of us because sometimes I have to I, – I told you, like, sometimes great message, weird delivery. And sometimes I have to, like, let that settle in for a second so I don't say anything because my, my first thing is like, ooh, then the second thing is like, wait, wait, there's a message here.
1: Yeah, there's always a message. I just <laughs> – I get tired of people saying things and they're sugarcoating stuff, and I don't sugarcoat. You know, like you yes. know, like metaphors and analogies that are, that are like wild. So, sure. I hate you, man. You said it again. <laughs> I hate
0: you. I hate you so much. All right, and thank you for listening to our wonderful, not as creepy as it started podcast. <laughs> again, we are the traveling Hoopers. I am your host, Alan Pettygrove. We are signing off. Philip, tell the people where they can find you.
1: Instagram, um, at pg, uh, underscore anecdotes. Yeah, that's where you need to focus your attention on when it comes to me. If you want to see my sexy face.
2: Gross.
0: Uh, <laughs> okay.
2: Um, you can find me on Twitter, uh, at cmgal and the second. Um, I've explained how to spell it before. I'll do it later. I'm just not doing it today.
0: You said that exact
2: thing last week. Did I? And it will not be in the show notes. am not putting
0: that in the show notes. I don't care about you guys. Y'all don't need no love. We need love. At the Traveling Hoopers podcast, where you can find us on Twitter, at Traveling Hooper. You can find us on YouTube, at the Traveling Hoopers. We have tons of... I said this last week, but still, we have tons of footage from the Pango South Camp that happened. I guess it would be Pangos. Yeah, Pangos. It's, it's, it's Pangos,
1: right? No, it's Pangos. Pangos. I've been it wrong for the last ten years. Yeah, probably, yeah. bro. It's, it's OS. Why would did it you be? You that camp? Really? In high school, I got invited. Yeah. Did you? Why didn't you go? Uh, money. How? Yeah. How much, A lot of things. Yeah, it was free I, for I, me. Remember, so I have no Honestly, this, this, this was this was this was. Nine years ago, nine years ago. So, was,
0: uh, like a freshman,
1: I was a sophomore.
0: Sophomore,
1: yeah. So I got invited. I just, I, just, I ended up not going though.
0: Your basketball career could have been very different.
1: You're right. It was when I went to Vegas at the uh, Adidas Super 64 uh, mm-hmm. tournament for the summertime, yeah. and I averaged I averaged like a double double or something like that.
0: Hmm. That's when you were what point guard, right?
1: <sighs> yeah
0: yes so well, yeah, yeah yeah like that because, so qualified to talk about basketball guys philip played at college i played at college but on the blacktop